Welcome one and all to the Prophecy Show. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe, and I'm here as always with my lovely wife, Angela, behind the controls, and the prophet of the hour, Dr. Andrew. How are you today, sir? Doing wonderful. Yeah, just uh, got back from lunch with uh, Waverly Parson at his 90th birthday. Wow, yeah. Waverly. Yeah. He was the former director of the USGS yeah. yeah, in so Boulder. A, yep. Actually, not in Boulder. It's actually well, in, uh, it's in Golden. That's right. So, why, do, uh, why do I think Boulder? Well, he lives in Boulder. Okay, but, but uh, USGS is in Golden. Yeah, so he's, he's doing very well. We kind of talked about old times and kind of had a little joke there. He, uh, <laughs> he talked about, you know, when he first started off in, at the USGS, how the government was spending a lot of money trying to predict uh, when earthquakes would happen. Wow. A lot of young geologists were trying to make their name, trying to predict when the earthquakes would happen. Okay. And, and uh, they all, yeah, they all wasted their time and money. But uh, I was kind of joking with Waverly. I said, you know, if you, if you really want to predict when the earthquakes are, you might want to just read the Bible. Because it's going to tell you. <laughs> yeah. It, it tells you everything. Yeah. So we're kind of talking about the upcoming uh, earthquake in New York City. And, uh, and, and for those who don't know, last year, New York City got quite a scare. They had tremors all around the place. Mm -hmm, a lot of tremors. And so, yeah, we're just kind of waiting uh, sometime this year, probably. I was, I was surprised that the state of New York didn't do more to, you know, get the city prepared for what's about yeah, you to can't, happen. Yeah, you can't prepare the city. I think what's really more concerning is the... Um, it's Indian Point nuclear plant, the fact that it's been leaking a bunch of times and they've had to shut it three times, three or four times in the last year and oh wow, still got that thing running. And um, I remember when they built that place. Yeah, well, tell you what, it's going to make Fukushima look like a... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> look like a firecracker. <laughs> like, a, like a really small firecracker. Yeah, because... Because uh, Indian Point, Indian Point's a pretty heavy-duty place, and, and not only that, but it's you know it's 25 miles from New York City. You're so. right. And, and when so you, you know, as you know, a nuclear leak, uh, it basically shuts down about 50, 50 uh, miles in in radius. Okay, the area. So, so New York City will be closed. Oh yeah, and so. and and New York City only has been closed. Never. Well, no, it's been, it's been closed one, twice. Well, 9-11 well, doesn't really count. No, 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 I'm not talking about, I'm talking about um, disasters. Um, they were closed last year because they, they flooded during the, the, the bad snowstorm they had last year. Yeah, but that wasn't really and closing then, it down. That was well, just a little yeah, bit of slowdown. That was down. just shedding the... Well, you know, the, the, the New York City thinks it's closed if the subways aren't running. Yeah, it doesn't really. A, it is a city that doesn't sleep until the Sixth Seal. Yeah, and then it's going to yeah. sleep yeah. permanently. Yeah, exactly. So today we're going to talk about the vine. Jesus said, I am the vine and you are the branches. That's and, right. And, and I need you to produce fruit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so God... Everything is in very eloquent metaphors. We talked of the water who's Father, the Son who is Light, and the Spirit who is Breath. Right. And all of these things are in reference to time because we talked of the seven days of creation. Right. Seven trumpets that come at the end. Right. 
So let me ask you this. What is the metaphor that is the most common, the most often used in the scripture? The most common metaphor used in scripture, I want to say it's the blood, the wine. Oh, it's the vine. It is the vine. Ah, so I was close, but not right on. Not right on, so close. Yeah, because there's a lot of uh, stories about um, wine, vine, I mean grapevines, yeah. and vines doing things. Yeah, branches, etc., etc. Yes. So with all things, the first vine was sown at the very beginning of time, right? Right. So God, when he destroyed man in the flood, Noah would plant a vine in the vineyard. He said this, Then Noah began farming and planted a vineyard. Genesis 9 and 20. Wow. So the word for farming is the Hebrew word Adama, which means to come from the ground. Okay. What does that sound like? Uh, Adam. Adam, of course, because it is from Adam. Because Adam came from the ground. Okay. So this is we all come from the ground. Right. We're all dust. So from the ground, God instructed man to farm the land. A vineyard, he planted a vineyard. A vineyard is derived from the Hebrew word karem, which means garden. Okay. So Noah planted a garden in which to produce the fruit of the vine. So, of course, a vineyard is a metaphor for what? A vineyard is a metaphor for us. No. No. Garden, karem means garden. Right. So what's the, the metaphor? The vine means... Well, no. the vine produces grapes, but I'm, I'm not, not talking sure about the vine. I'm talking about the gar the the vineyard. Oh, the vineyard itself, the yeah. whole vineyard. Now, what's the metaphor there? Oh, oh, I don't know. I'm I'm lost on that one. It's, it's the Garden of Eden. Okay. So we're all trying. So whenever we talk about a garden, yeah, we're all trying to replant the Garden of Eden. Okay. But as we know, we were we were axed from it. So we were we were 86. Yeah. So it says this because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree about which I commanded you saying you shall not eat from it. Cursed is the ground because of you in 12 you will eat of it all the days of your life. So the vineyard, the planting the vine, the garden, the farming is all toil. OK, so okay? in other words, when we plant a garden uh -huh. and when we eat of the fruit of right. the garden, we are actually fulfilling the curse that God That's gave right. the ground. That's right. We're fulfilling the curse. You got it. Okay? So, as we know, all things were divided into two, right? Or right. Sight. So, so we ate from the fruit of the tree of knowledge of... Good and evil. So the ground would produce... Good and evil fruit. Right. So the vineyard produced both good and evil. Vines and, and right. grapes. Yeah. Well, That's yeah. right. So through Noah, who is the son of God, of course. Okay. Even he would choose to do evil. It's just as it says up there, Noah was a... Sinner. No, up there on your, on your poster. Oh, he was a drunkard. He was a drunk. So, as Noah did, as he did, he drank of the wine and became drunk and uncovered himself inside his tent. Genesis 9. And that's, that's okay. That's, yeah, that wasn't okay. 
Well, it wasn't okay that it was okay. I'm saying, okay, I now understand. I understand. <laughs> yeah, now no, I understand. No, I was a drunk. So Adam and Eve were exposed by the fruit in the garden. And so was Noah, right? Right. Drank the fruit of the vineyard and he exposed himself. Because he got drunk and he... So because, yeah, because of that, a great curse would happen. And who would the curse fall upon? Would fall upon the children, no, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, which one? I don't know. I don't know which one. So if it fell on Canaan, okay? Canaan. So the Can children of Canaan are cursed to this day because of it. Ah, this is what because it said. wasn't there something about incest? No, 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 no incest here. Okay. Okay, so it says this. Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brothers outside. But Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it upon both their shoulders and walked backward and covered the nakedness of their father. Because mm. in that culture, you're not supposed to look at anyone that's nakedness. Okay. And their faces were turned away so that they did not see their father's nakedness. When Noah awoke from his wine, he knew what his youngest son had done. So he said, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants he shall be to his brothers. As Canaan would serve his brothers to this very day. Okay. Okay. So, Canaan comes from the Hebrew word Canaan, which means humiliated. Okay. Ah. So the Canaanites, as we know, are okay. humiliated people. Well, history humiliates them because they were on the Promised Land, right? When Joshua came in. Right. When Joshua came, took them over and made them into their slaves, right? Right. And the present-day Canaanites are the Palestinians. Who are yeah, outside who would, of Israel. Yeah, they would be humiliated by the Israelites. Praying that displaced. someday they will have a two-state solution. Someday they'll have Israel back, but then Israel will be split into three by the great earthquake. So, whatever. <laughs> I love it. So, okay, what do we sell the vineyard with? We sow the vineyard with seeds mm -hmm. from the grapes. Yeah, you got it. So they, we sowed it with the seed, and God ordered his people. He said, don't mix other seeds with it. It says, lest it be defiled. Now, obviously, this wasn't in reference to the seed, but this was in reference to what? This was in reference to what we would do to the garden, I mean, to the grapes if we mixed it with other grapes. Yeah, but what, what was he seeds? referring to when he's saying, don't mix other seeds in there? Any idea? No. Don't worship false idols. So he says this, You shall not sow your vineyard with two kinds of seed, or all the produce of the seed which you have sown, and the increase of the vineyard will become defiled. Okay. Deuteronomy 22. So he's saying don't worship other false idols. Okay. Because the seed symbolizes what? The seed symbolizes what you sow and what what will grow from it. If well, what you, did Christ say? The seed is what? The, the seed is the producer of the offspring. No. No. He said the seed is the blank of God. The child of God. The no. son of God. No. I'm lost. The word of God. The seed is the word of God. So he's trying to say, this is the word of God. Do not defile, defile it with other false idols okay, of the nations, right? Right. 
And that's what he was trying to say. Don't defile it with other other idols or idols. other teachings or mm -hmm. anything that would not be what my father wants you to know. Yeah. So he said, go, go ahead, produce the grape. And he also told us to give a tithing to the poor. He said this, when you gather the grapes of your vineyard, you shall not go over it again. It shall be for the alien, for the orphan, and for the widow. Deuteronomy ah, 24. So in other words, there needs to be produce left for the gleaners of the vineyard. Correct. All righty then. We're going to take a quick break right here. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe. This is The Prophecy Show. You're listening to Christ the King Radio. And Welcome back, one and all, to The Prophecy Show. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe. I'm here today with Dr. Andrew, and we are talking about the vine. And I just got a lesson in the seed because I need to always remember that the seed is the word. That's right. Just as Christ is the word mm -hmm. of God. You got it. So, so said, God said, keep the seed pure. He said, worship only, his, only him, his word, and to leave a tithing for the poor. Right. And how the people do. They didn't do that. They did terribly. They they probably they probably plucked every grape. They did horribly. Worst of all, they worshiped false idols. So. Ah, that so, was a, that was the first thing they were told yeah, not to do, and it was yeah. probably the yeah, worst yeah, thing I mean, they did. Even Solomon did it. So, um, I, and I was going to ask about that because I remember uh, reading something somewhere where Solomon said he learns from studying other religions mm. or cultures or I can't remember exactly how he put it. Mm -hmm. But however it was, God wasn't pleased. No, because he put the false idols in the temple. Mm. That's not the way to do it. Not good. Okay. Okay, so this is what the Lord says. He says, let me sing now for my well-beloved song of my beloved concerning his vineyard. My beloved had a vineyard on a fertile hill. He dug it all around, removed its stones, and planted it with the choicest vine. And he built a tower in the middle of it and also hewed out a wine vat in it. Then he expected it to produce good grapes, but it produced only worthless ones. Wow. So he's talking about Israel. Now, O inhabitants of Jerusalem and men of Judah, both Israel and Judah, Judge between me and my vineyard. What more was there to do for my vineyard that I have not done in it? Why then, when I expected it to produce good grapes, did it produce worthless ones? Wow. Isaiah 5. So, a vine. What's a vine? A vine, by definition, is a stem that brings water to the branches. It grows on the earth, and then when we want to, we hang it on cross beams. Right. So that it can grow grapes. Okay. Right? Who is Christ? Christ is what? The vine. He is the vine. He is the word and he is the truth. The son said this, I am the true vine. John 15. Okay. Vine is derived from the Greek word ampelos, which means the true grapevine. Okay. Because there's only one true grapevine. 
and that's Christ. Right, and he said that, I am the true vine. So true is from the word alethinos, which means the foundation and root. Because there is only one foundation of creation, right? Right. God. And he was, God was the one who created everything. And Christ said that. He, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me, John 14. Okay. And there is only one whose roots can bring water from the Father to this world. That's, That's Christ. Christ. So it's this, for he grew up before him, that is Christ, like a tender shoot, and like a root out of parched ground. Isaiah 53. Okay. Pretty much whenever you say, see Isaiah, it's a prophecy of Christ. Thus a vine is a stem that brings water to its branches from its root. And it treads on the earth, and then you hang it on cross beams so it can bear fruit. Okay. And we know Christ is the true vine. Right. So he came down from heaven to the earth as the son of man. And by that, we take root in him and get water from the Father. Okay. Because he tread on this earth. Right. And he was eventually hung on the cross to bear fruit so that we may be saved. Wow. So Christ is the vine that came and has spread his word to the nations. Okay. So who is the vine dresser? The Spirit. No. No, Christ, uh, God is the, the, God, God the Father the, is God the vine the dresser. God the Father is the vine dresser. He said this, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Okay. John 15. The so vine dresser is from the Greek word georgios, which means a worker of the earth. Okay. So the Father has done a great work on, a, on this earth. He created the earth in six days. He brought us, created man, and brought us to this earth so that we may bear fruit, right? Right. So he's the one that gives us water for sustenance. Right. And he is the one that sent us his only begotten son, who is the vine, right? Right. So the first thing he does, the father, gives us water, right? Correct. He gives us water because without water, we... Don't exist. Die. Right, it's, it's life. He said this, In that day a vineyard of wine sing of it. I am the Lord, its keeper. I water it every moment so that no one will damage it. I guard it night and day. Wow. Isaiah 27. And what else does the vine dresser do? Does the vine, does the vine, does the vine grow on its own? No. Yeah, you the, have to. The vine dresser has to come and keep Snip an it. eye on it and mm -hmm. prune it and hang it on the cross beam. Whatever needs to be done, that's the vine dresser's job. So it ha he has to tend to the vine. Yes. So he can layer it on the ground, right? Right. Uh, so it takes root. And when he wants, he can put it up on the beams, right? Right. So when he puts us on the ground, he, yeah, he, he puts us through trials. And by that, we grow roots and... and are rooted in the Father. And when mm. he puts us on cross beams, he puts us through our cross, our trials, right? And, and we need to bear fruit. And by through trials and persecution, yeah, we do. We bear much fruit. So Christ is the vine, the Father is the vine, the vine dresser. dresser. Who are the branches? We are the branches. We are the branches. 
I am the vine, you are the branches, John 15 and 5. Okay. So branch is from the word, Greek word klema, which means a branch of. In other words, we have to come out of something, right? Right. We're just not, we're not, just, we're not just here. We have to come from something. Right. So we are branches of who? We are branches of Christ. Right, because Christ is the vine. The vine. But Beresite, as we know, all things were divided into two. Because the word klema also comes from the Greek word klau, which means to cut off. Okay. So in other words, if we don't produce fruit, what? You get cut off. If we don't you produce get fruit, we get cut off. And get what? Pruned. And what do we do with the branches? We burn them in the fire. Throw them in the fire. So if we throw the old branches out, what do we do with the new branches? If we throw the old branches out, then we wait for the new branches to produce fruit. And what can we do with branches that are foreign? Foreign branches? Uh-huh. They definitely go to the fire because they're not... No, 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 they don't. They don't? Uh-uh. Okay, so now I have another question. Mm -hmm. What happens to the old, to the, to the foreign branches? branches? Well, the Lord grafts them in. The Father grafts them in. Okay, so... That's what happened when Christ came. It became Gentiles too, right? Right. So, okay, so in other words, that's where the, the grafting process comes mm -hmm. for the vine. You can take... You can take a foreign Take a foreign and vine and put it together with that. And yeah. It's really cool. You can actually see these multiple fruit trees that grow oranges and apples and all kinds of things. Because they're crafted with... Wow. Yeah. So you can actually do that. I guess that's why I hate Monsanto. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they took a lesson from God the Father. <laughs> yes. No, actually, I think they took a lesson from Satan. Yeah, but they, they, uh, they produced. Uh, yeah, but uh, they added all kinds of chemicals. To yes. It. So, <laughs> it's it's not good fruit no. that they produce. No. Okay. So the Father continues to tend to the vine. He says this. You will say then branches are broken off, so that I might be grafted in. Mm. Quite right. They were broken off for their unbelief. So the, right. the Jews were cut off. Some of them, not all of them. Not all of them, but... But you stand by your faith. Do not be conceited, but fear. For if God did not spare the natural branches, he will not spare you either. Wow. Romans 11. And that's, that's because you were grafted in. And so if the natural branches of the vine couldn't survive pruding... Yeah. So you can't either. Yeah, so don't boast. Right. Don't boast. And the son warned us this. He said, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes it so that it may bear more fruit. More fruit. Yeah. We're going to take a break right here. And when we come back, we're going to talk some more, hopefully, about the grafting of, of Gentiles to the vine. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe. This is The Prophecy Show. You're listening to Christ the King Radio at ctkradio.org. Welcome back, one and all, to The Prophecy Show. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe, and I'm here today with Dr. Andrew. We're talking about the vine, and when we left, Doc, we were... We were discussing 
the grafting. Mm-hmm, the grafting. So, uh, so yeah, we talked about the fact that, yeah, clao, which is the der derivative of being a branch, mm -hmm. which means to break off, unfortunately. The, there's also a good sign. Because? The father prunes as well. Yes. So the word prune comes from the word kathero, which means to purify. Mm. So, so, so it's a purification right. process. So pruning. just as bap baptism by water, you know, okay. the Father purifies those whom He chooses. Okay. 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 So what is the fruits of the vine? Well, the fruits of the vine. I mean, metaphorically speaking, they're us, but in most cases, they're grapes. Right. They're grapes. So the vine produces good grapes, or it produces Bad grapes. Bad grapes. It says this, For there is no good tree which produces bad fruit, nor, on the other hand, a bad tree which produces good fruit. In other words, if you're grafted in the vine of Christ, you're going to produce good fruit. Okay. For each tree is known by its own fruit. For men do not gather figs from thorns, nor do they pick grapes from a briar bush. Wow. Luke six forty three. So the Greek word for produce is poil, which means to work. So we work to produce fruit. Right. And the Greek word for grape is staphiol, or stephanos, which means a crown of honor. Okay. So actually the grape is the highest fruit in the kingdom. Okay. It is called the fruit, the crown of honor of all fruits. Wow. So the goal of this life is to work, to produce. Right. Fruits. Right. And the fruits are what are harvested at the end, right? Right. So the highest goal is to produce what? Good fruit. Grapes. Because grapes... Good grapes. Yeah, because grapes are the highest crown of honor by definition. Okay. And the highest crown of honor is that which we hope to produce, right? Right. So it says this, of the prophets, Mars and saints. It says, blessed is a man who perseveres under trial. And that's martyred. For once he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, the crown of honor, which okay. the Lord has promised to those who love him. Right. Second Timothy 4. So the vine dresser tends to the vine, and he tends to the branches so that it can produce grape, which is the highest crown of honor. Okay. That is gained through our works. Okay. Okay. Okay, so at the end of time, what is the harvest of the vineyard? At the end of time, the harvest of the vineyard is going to be us. Right, we are the harvest. And, and we're going to be separated. For, yep. And yep. those that don't pass the test will all end up destroyed in the wine press. That's right. Well, no, the, the one third will be crushed in the wine press. The rest will be burned in the fire. Mm. Okay, so it says this. You speak, we speak first of the reaping of the 144,000. Correct. It says this. Then I looked, and behold, a white cloud. So he will return in heavens from in the clouds, as he said. Yeah, right? that's how he said he was coming back on uh, the white yeah. cloud. He will return as he left. Sitting on the cloud was one like a son of man, because it is a son of man. Right. Having a golden crown on his head and a sharp sickle in his hand. Okay. Because he's about ready to reap. 
Another angel came out of the temple crying with a loud voice to him who sat on the cloud. Put in your sickle and reap. For the hour to reap, that is the end of time, has come. Right. Because the harvest of the earth is ripe, that is us. Actually, that is his 144,000. Gotcha. Then he who sat on the cloud swung his sickle over the earth, and the earth was reaped. So this is the wow. rapture. This is the, quote, rapture. So the prophets, martyrs, and saints have are his first fruits. They are grapes, and they have achieved the highest crown of honor because they stay as grapes, right? Right. They're not what? They're not subject to being grafted or... Subject to what? They're not being, they're not subject to being destroyed. In the? Wine press. Right, so they're not subject to the wine press. Their first fruits, they're perfect, okay? And they don't, they don't deal with the wine press. Yeah, so two things, they are not crushed, they are not burned. It says this, as an offering of first fruits, you shall bring them to the Lord, but they shall not ascend for a soothing aroma on the altar. Leviticus mm, 2. They're okay. not burned. They're not burned. For these are the ones who follow the Lamb wherever he goes. These have been purchased from among men as first fruits. Purchased, unfortunately, means they were purchased with death. Okay. They were martyred to God and to the Lamb, and no lie was found in their mouth. In other words, they're already perfect, right? Yep. They are blameless. Revelation 14 and 4. So... What happens after his 40, 144,000? After the 144,000 are raptured? Yeah, what does the angel do again with the sickle? Then he cuts down the, the shaft of the wheat. No, we're, ta we're, we're talking about the vineyard. Okay, so in the vineyard what happens is then the rest are all gathered up. They're placed in the wine press. Yeah, yeah. And good. those that don't make it through the wine press are thrown into the fire. That's right. So, exactly. So it says this And another angel came out of a temple, which is in heaven. Mm -hmm. He also had a sharp sickle. So, this is round two. Okay. Then another angel, the one who has power over fire. So there's a third angel, right? That's right. waiting for the fire. Yeah. And he calls out to the second angel, and he says to him, saying, Put in your sharp sickle and gather the clusters from the vine of the earth, mm. because her grapes are ripe. So the angel swung his sickle to the earth and gathered the clusters from the vine of the earth. So in other words, a very large amount this time. Okay. But what does he do with them? Does he present them as first fruits? No. No, the first fruits are done already. Yes. These are not perfect. They're not terrible, but they're not perfect. Not perfect. And they're not right. first fruits because they're, they're right. not they part of the 144,000. They, they haven't paid the price. So he threw them into the great winepress of the wrath of God. Okay. And the winepress was trodden outside the city, and blood came out from the winepress. Correct. Up to the horses' bridles for a distance of 200 miles. Right. Revelation 14 and 17. So the grapes are reaped, but they're not offered as the first fruits. Right. Okay, they're not perfect. Thus they are put in the wine press. So wine press comes from the Greek word linos, which means it's a big vat is where it is, okay? Right. So it's a big vat, 
where you put the grapes and you what? Press them. Yeah, you trample on them. That's with well, your that's feet. what they. That's that's how they did it back in those days. Yeah, so they jump on it with their feet. Is what they and, do. But didn't they have like a, a big thing that screwed down too and uh, pressed no, them out? Maybe later, but the the original way was just to get people in there and, and jump on jump it. And jump on them. So yeah. that was the vat and their feet were the actual. Yeah, you got it. And blood came from the wine mm -hmm. press. So the earth, as we know, is the footstool of God. So correct. So it's it's God's feet that will crush Trampled. us. Okay. So what does uh, what does the what does the wine press produce? The wine press produces wine. Wine, right? And what does the fruit of the vine vine wine? What does wine represent? The blood. It represents the blood. Is it the blood of a son? The well, it's our blood now. Yeah, it's our blood. So so that prophecy is fulfilled. Hmm. When Christ said this, he offered his blood at the Last Supper. Right. Because he was predicting his sacrifice. Okay. He said this, this is my blood of the covenant. That means a promise to God and man. Right. It is poured out for many. Truly I say to you, I will never drink again of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. Mark 14. Okay. So what is he trying to say? He's trying to say that our blood is going to come out of the wine press and he's not going to drink any of it until he drinks it with those of us who made it. That's right. So, so the prophets, martyrs, and saints, and he will drink the vine, the blood of one-third of mankind. And that's the way it happens, guys. That's, that's, that's all there is to it. That's all there is to it. Wow. That's incredible. Yep. As always, thank you, Doc, for clearing up some, some misconceptions I had about the wine and the wine press. Until next week, Take care of yourself. Take care of yourselves.